When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a nutshell. Start of a brand new week, grand final week in both the NRL and the AFL. Hope you all had a good weekend. It is Monday, the 25th of September, 2023. Daniel Pedrew back in the chair, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. SENQ 693 AM in Queensland and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, open line number. Uh, you can text 0457 736 736. That's all before breakfast with Vossie and Brandy in Sydney. And for listeners in Queensland, it will be Pat and Hills. We will recap the weekend of sport. There is a lot of live sport going on as well. There's been a lot of sport overnight. The Wallabies just about to begin their game against Wales. We'll keep you across that. Chris Perkins will join me shortly as well to talk all things from America. John Gallo, our football expert, with us tomorrow. There was a lot of EPL action overnight. Some interesting score lines. But most importantly, what do you hear from you? Monday morning, one 1170 or 0457 736 736. The Hot Topic. Thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Except nothing less than Australia's best and install a Rain, Australia's favourite hot water. Anything you want to talk about from the weekend of sport. Charlie Goodsir in the studio for the next 10 minutes with me. Morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are we? Oh, on uh, cloud nine. Uh, it's been a good weekend of sport. Your team, Collingwood, in the grand final. The Knights NRLW team into the grand final. Good weekend for you. Really good weekend. And hopefully the, the Wallabies can put the cherry on the top 20 seconds in. Yes. So, uh, uh, interesting 80 minutes awaits. Interesting story about Eddie Jones yesterday as well, which mm. we will get to. I want to get your take on the NRL and the AFL in a second. Before that, though, and interested to hear from the listeners as well, one 1170 or 0457 736 736. You made comment in the office just before in both the NRL and the AFL, it's the top two teams playing each other in the grand final, which happens a lot. Sometimes you get a bolter or maybe the third, fourth place team. I was having a chat with a mate of mine over the weekend who said he hates this current top eight system, the way that the NRL and the AFL will do it. He would much prefer to see the old McIntyre system brought back. Well, you're wrong. Well, you're wrong. he says that basically that because of this system, you get one play four, two play three in week one. So he says you're getting the big games early on. And you may as well not have the bottom four teams play. Now, I don't think that's fair because no, that's you will see sometimes this year one versus two, but you will see quite often you will see a team lower down. Now, they haven't won the competition in the NRL, but I don't mind the setup. He would prefer to go back to the old system where one plays eight, two plays seven, three plays six, four plays five. Problem with that is three or four could go week one. Well, exactly. The, like what I had about that old system was that only the top two were guaranteed a second chance. Mm. So finishing third or fourth is no advantage. Whereas mm. in the current system we have, you spend now twenty-seven weeks trying to get top four so you can get that double chance. Mm. And the the reason why it's often oh one v two or one v three or the top four teams, well, because they've earned that double chance. They've earned the right to have a win, mm. take a week off and have an easier road to the grand final. Or if they lose, get yeah. a home final, do it the tough way. But if they're a, a top four team, you back them to, to be any of the, 
teams below them. It has happened. Mm. We've, we've seen teams, okay, like the Giants 2019, they finished seventh. Mm. The Giants this year, they finished seventh and they were one point away from a grand final. So mm. it's not like it's an impossible task. It can happen, but mm. it's clear. And uh, Wales have just yes. got to try. That's a wonderful start. But back on that point, I think it's ridiculous. And what I hate, 1v8, where's the competition in that? Yeah, and you've seen NRL teams as well from 7th and 8th go into a grand final at various times. Even this year, right, the 7th place team gets to the second week of the finals. Probably, arguably, could have been in the third week. The Raiders, who finished 8th, almost upset. The Knights, who finished 5th, mm. could have got themselves to the second week of the finals. And then I also saw some people on social media talking about this yesterday, saying that, they hate this current system. They also don't think it should be a top eight. Maybe it should be a top six. I, I don't think that'll happen. Th- that I can get behind mm. because often with a like a top eight system, you feel like seven versus eight, uh, seven and eight are making the numbers. Mm. Obviously, that's not the case this year because the Roosters were one minute away from a preliminary final. Mm. Um, so there's that. I I think a top six could work. Mm. Maybe maybe one and two get the week off and then. Uh, 3v6, 4v5, mm. and corresponding there. Interesting. But I, I think as it stands, it, it makes it so simple. It means that two teams can't play each other mm. more than twice until they meet the in the grand final, mm. which is what the other system was lacking. And I saw another suggestion on Twitter saying it should be conferences, so at Sydney teams, out of Sydney teams for finals. The problem with that is you don't know what, this, no. what the eight teams are going to be no. before and, the start of the season. And unlike something like the NBA or the NFL, mm. the NHL, there aren't enough teams no. to warrant a conference. It mm. works in an American t- system where there's 30-plus teams mm. um, in a competition where you have to sort of split into conferences. Mm. doesn't work. We'll ask Chris about that. Chris Perkins coming up shortly. Uh, thoughts on that? Do you like the current final system? Would you like to see a change? one 736 Wales 7 leading the Wallabies nil. Uh, let's have a quick chat about the weekend. I know you're a busy man, Charlie. Let's start with the NRL. Panthers, Broncos, too good. The, the Storm hung with the Panthers for 20 minutes, um, and then the Panthers blew them off the park. The way I was explaining to someone in Melbourne the other day who was watching the Storm game, they said that that they couldn't believe how fit the Panthers look. And I said it looked like the Storm were a team that were playing in September. They were tired. Uh, they have been playing for seven months. The Panthers looked like they could play for another six months without a break. Quite unbelievable. They're so quick. But as are the Broncos who defeated the Warriors on Saturday night. Well, exactly. And back to our earlier point, that's exactly why you finish top four and then mm. you get that qualifying final. You win that. You get the week off. You're well rested and mm. you're fit and fine and ready to go. Mm. The Storm had played several grueling matches that were spanked off the park 26 nil in mm. the first week. Mm. They came back. They were a minute away from being knocked out. Mm. Pro- arguably should have lost that game, but hey, they won, mm. but it was a physical game. And they come back, Justin, uh, not Justin, uh, Jerome Hughes, mm. uh, carrying a bit of a calf injury. He was very sore after the game. Mm. They just went out of the leagues. And yeah. that's exactly why Penrith won 38 to four. And the Broncos are just the most attacking, exciting team I can remember watching. Like they are, so fast and just electric. Mm. I think Reese Walsh is a massive addition to that. He just adds another dimension. I think it was that, it may have been that third or, or fourth, I think it was Billy Walter's second try mm. where he just comes out of nowhere mm. uh, for that pass and just cuts through a massive hole that admittedly wouldn't have been there if it wasn't for how quick he was and just how off guard the Warriors were and that he was the one that received the ball. Just, yeah, it should be an exciting grand final. I think it's a great antithesis of Penrith, a very defensive, well-drilled team to 
uh, Broncos team who are like the Harlem Globetrotters who just mm. try these ridiculous plays and just love to put speed on the ball. And we will talk about it later on in the week more. I think the Broncos have the game. I don't know whether I'll tip them, but I do think they have the game to potentially upset Penrith, but they still have to play their best. Anything short of their best on Sunday, the Panthers will you imagine take care of them quite easily. So they have to be at their very best, Brisbane. But we know they can do that. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, we saw that earlier this year that they did play that sort of more defensive approach where I think well, they won like 13 to 12 in, in round one in Penrith. Yes. Um, so we know they can beat them on their home deck of sorts mm. in this grand final being at uh, Homebush. Mm. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I think their game matches Penrith. Yep. I think they have the game plan to, to beat Penrith. And I think as well... Um, no disrespect to all the other clubs that made the finals. It would be great if your club had made the grand final. I think we have the right grand it's, final. It's the year. two best teams all year. Um, yep. And you can say that about the AFL as well. Yeah. AFL, yes. Yeah. So Collingwood by one point. Now, I oh. have to say, Charlie, um, I, look, I wasn't sure of the rugby league, but I was flicking. When, once the Panthers definitely had the game won, mm. uh, I watched basically the whole second half of the AFL on Friday. I watched the whole AFL game on Saturday. You'd be impressed to hear, Charlie. Uh, Carlton got off to a good start. The Lions came back. Well done to them. Collingwood just over GWS. Yeah, that uh, that was the best game all year. Uh, Great that, game. that Collingwood GWS yeah. game. And what I loved about it was it was just a defensive uh, struggle mm. all game. I think when the Giants kicked that goal with seven minutes to go, I was like, oh, there's at least one more score here. And I was like, mm, I don't think so. The way the game's been playing out and the way that Collingwood ma- plays those scenarios, I wasn't expecting another score. And that was right. It was mm. a minute most stressful seven minutes of my life. <laughs> uh, the fact that it was just the one point. But uh, credit to, to GWS, they, they played well. They're just in those crucial moments. There were mm. five, four or five where they just made the other decision. It mm. uh, would have uh, either been a goal or would have resulted in Collingwood losing the ball or, or whatever. But it just proves that uh, you need to be switched on for the, you know, the two hours of, mm. of game time. And uh, Collingwood were just more were just better in those crucial moments. And seeing everyone whinging about free kicks and all that rubbish, like it went both ways. And in finals, they put the whistle away. They let the game go on. They're not calling ticky-tacky rubbish free kicks. So everyone calm your farm. Makes for a very good grand final. Lions were very good to come back against Carlton as well. They were down by 30 points. Yeah, down by 30 points. I think the good thing was it was early in the game. It wasn't as if they they let Carlton get five goals in a row in the third quarter, which Mm. could have made things a little bit more tricky. Uh, five goals to start, they were a bit spooked, but I always knew that once I got that first goal, it sort of stemmed the tide a little bit, and that's exactly what happened. Charlie, good stuff. We will talk throughout the week looking ahead to the AFL and the NRL Grand Final, but I know you're a very busy man this morning, so I'm going to let you go. You're going to be keeping an eye on the Wallabies as well, who yes, are losing at the moment. Yeah, not great. Uh, probably not that surprising. Rather, thank you, Charlie. Charlie, good sir, in the studio. Your thoughts on the weekend of sport, your thoughts on the NRL. I think, as I said just then to Charlie, I think we definitely have the Grand Final that... Uh, well, it's the right grand final. The Panthers and the Broncos have been the best two teams all year by quite some way. What do you make about this finals discussion I was having with Charlie just before? If you're just tuning in, a mate of mine, and I've seen a lot of people on Twitter agreeing with him as well, uh, not him, he didn't post about it, but there's been talk separate to that about having a different type of final system, move it back to the old McIntyre system. Do you agree with that? Would you like to see a change in the final system? Is there something... Maybe not the old McIntyre system, but is there another way you'd like to see the finals done in the NRL? 
or are you happy with the current system? one 1170 0457736736. And your thoughts on the weekend of sport. The Wallabies have kicked a penalty goal, so eight and a half minutes gone, and it's Wales 7 leading the Wallabies 3. We'll take a break. I'll update, with, update you with some of the other news of the day, your texts, and a lot of other sports happened overnight. We'll get to that on the other side of this. It's 11 and a half past five. 16 past five here on this Monday morning. Uh, Daniel Pettigrew with you. We're going to have a chat with Chris Perkins soon in America. Uh, 13 and a half minutes gone on that game between Wales and the Wallabies. It's Wales 7 leading the Wallabies 3. Wales 7 leading the Wallabies 3. A couple of texts on the finals discussion that we were talking about. This one from Andy. He says, we need wildcard weekend. So they don't all rest last round. That one from Andy. Well, that's an interesting one because the AFL, we know we're talking about that uh, much earlier on in the year about potentially bringing it in in future years. I'm pretty sure when we had a chat with Matty Cox, uh, host of Trade Issues in Nutshell in Melbourne, uh, he was saying just a couple of weeks ago that I think the VFL tried that. Um, so we might have a chat with him, uh, revisit that topic on Wednesday about uh, that one with uh, Matty. This one from Brett as the Wallabies kick another penalty goal. So it is now Wales 7, Wallabies 6 after 14 minutes. Brett says, isn't this week's grand finals proof that current system uh, that the current system works fine? with both the best two best teams in the NRL and AFL grand final playing. So why change that from Brett? Look, I, I don't disagree. Um, I don't think you're ever going to get a perfect final system in any sport. And you're not going to get anything perfect in any sport. Not everything is going to be perfect. There's going to be mistakes. We'll get to that in just a second from referees. There's going to be issues with whatever system you use. Now, I don't have an issue with the way we are. We have the final system now, but... Uh, there are people that would like to change it either back to the old McIntyre system or reduce it from a top eight to a top six or do a different type of final system. Um, I saw a lot of discussion about it yesterday on social media. Anyway, what do you think? 0457 736 736 or 1300 Are you happy with the finals uh, system? As it is. Uh, now, yesterday, uh, just sticking with Rugby League just for a second in terms of results, the New South Wales Cup Grand Final. I don't know if you're out there. If you're out there, I'd have loved to uh, hear what the atmosphere was like. Uh, North Sydney, heartbreak for them. South Sydney, 22 over the North Sydney Bears, 18. I watched uh, all of it uh, yesterday on TV. I thought, very good game. Another high-quality game, and well done to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I thought Norths were close to getting them, and then South scored with a couple of minutes to go. A much-deserved uh, win by South Sydney. Well done to them. Bad luck to North Sydney. I thought, and I don't know if anyone else saw it, Jesse Marshy's try for North Sydney uh, late on in that first half. One of the great individual tries you'll see in any uh, grand final. Um, and a few rumours that he's being chased by a couple of NRL clubs. So we'll see what happens there. But well done to South Sydney. They'll be featuring on NRL grand final day. And in the NRLW yesterday as well, uh, we had two games, the two semifinals. The Knights 30 over the Brisbane Broncos 24 in front of a pretty big crowd at McDonald Jones Stadium. So that was good to see. And the Titans 12 over the Roosters nil. The second year in the row, in a row, the Roosters' uh, premiership favourites not able to make the grand final. Well done to the uh, the Knights. Well done to the Titans. They will be featuring on a grand final day this coming Sunday. And if you are listening, especially in Brisbane, um, and whether we find someone this week or not, I would love to know, firstly, and I know it's only Monday morning, what a big weekend it's going to be in Brisbane this weekend with the Lions in the AFL grand final on Saturday, the Broncos in the NRL grand final on Sunday, Love to know what your plans are. Um, and I'll probably ask this every day until 
uh, we get to Friday because obviously you might not know what you're doing yet, but it is going to be such an amazing weekend, especially if you're a fan of both teams. And I would love to find someone, uh, if it's possible. I don't know if you managed to do this, but could you imagine getting on a flight from Brisbane on Friday or Saturday, flying to Melbourne, watching the Lions against Collingwood in the AFL Grand Final, spending Saturday night in Melbourne, getting on a plane on Sunday, coming to Sydney, watching the Broncos play the Panthers in the Grand Final, go home Monday. Is there anyone that you know of, or is it you, that are doing the double? If you're listening in Brisbane, uh, you could be listening in Sydney as well. You could be a Lions and Broncos fan in Sydney. But are you doing the double? Are you going? To, have you somehow managed to get tickets to the MCG on the Saturday into the NRL Grand Final on the Sunday? Would love to hear from you. one 0457 right, let's get to some of the news of the day. Thanks to the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. Uh, now, we had an entertaining weekend of NRL and AFL. One thing was highlighted, though, in that game on Saturday night and the Broncos' victory against the Warriors, and that was the pass from Reese Walsh. Now, it was 24 points to 12 at the time the Broncos were winning. I don't think it probably made much difference to who was going to win that game. The Warriors definitely on the scoreline at 24 points to 12 were not out of it at that point in time. The Broncos, though, I think probably would have been good enough to win the game anyway, but bit like, well, exactly like the situation we had 10 days ago in that Storm Roosters game when the decision was wrong. You don't want to be getting decisions wrong and blatantly wrong like we saw on Saturday night with that Reese Walsh Ford pass. So it has now come out that Peter Volandis uh, wants to investigate the potential for the bunker to rule on blatant Ford passes from next year. Now, it would only be used in try-scoring situations as part of the normal adjudication process so not waste time or interfere with the flow of the game. We know this was missed on Saturday by Jared Sutton and his touch judges. Um, the other interesting twist to this story as well, it's understood by the Daily Telegraph, who report today that the NRL is seriously considering bringing back Ashley Klein to referee the grand final between the Broncos and the Panthers on Sunday. So Ashley Klein, who was probably favourite to get the grand final before week two of the finals, uh, made a couple of errors in that Storm Roosters game gets dropped for this weekend and now maybe back in line to referee the grand final after what happened on Saturday. The other situation, though, is what about uh, Adam G, who I think has been probably one of the best referees all year. Anyway, Valandi said we should look at it absolutely. Uh, this is on the Ford Pass technology. Any help we can give the referees, we should. I have the greatest admiration for the job all of our referees do. But any assistance we can give them to relieve some of the pressure would be common sense. We'll look at it during the off-season in our general review. Um, they were talking, of course, earlier in the year about chips and balls and stuff like that. Uh, Volandi said, if it's fought out of the hands, you can see that from the bunker anyway. So what do we reckon? I know we've had this conversation before, but in a situation like that, do we let the bunker check on four passes? And as they say, blatant four passes. Not 50-50 calls, blatant, like we saw on Saturday night. Would you have an issue with the bunker stepping in and and it's only going to be in try-scoring situations and say, look, this is the situation, this is what's happened, it's a forward pass, or do you want to keep the rule as it currently is and let some things, mistakes sometimes do happen? What do you reckon? 0457 736 736 or 1 I understand people don't want more technology in the game. I understand that. But... By the same token, you do not want 
and, and as I say, it was 24 points to 12. The Warriors weren't out of it. But can you imagine something like that happening on Sunday night? And if it, imagine it's 12 all and it leads directly to a try scoring play for either the Panthers or the Broncos and potentially decides the season. Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Would you like, would you be okay with them checking on forward passes in situations like that? one 300 70 or 0457 736 736. It's a really, really interesting one to see if they do implement that uh, next year. And I'll look at it over the off-season. Uh, just some news surrounding Paul McGregor as well. Uh, he is on the verge of a surprise NRL coaching return with the ex-New South Wales centre set to link up with the Cowboys. It is understood McGregor uh, is in deep discussions to join North Queensland as part of Top Payton's new-look coaching staff next year. He will be joined by Warriors assistant Justin Morgan at North Queensland in 2024. Uh, totally revamped coaching setup. Dean Young and Steve Dujalis leaving their posts. Young has returned to the Dragons, where he will assist Shane Flanagan, while Dujalis remains on the lookout for a new position. And we know McGregor left the Dragons midway through 2020. He's worked part-time in a role with the Eels and was part of Brad Fittler's setup at New South Wales this year. We also know how he was sounded out by the Knights uh, before Adam O'Brien went on his winning run. Uh, so there you go. Well done uh, to Paul McGregor. Looks like he's going to be uh, heading to the Cowboys in a new coaching role. Uh, so good get for the Cowboys. Um, and, of course, uh, McGregor has a lot of experience as head coach at the Dragons, as I mentioned. 0457 736 736 or 1300 1170 Penalty goal to Wales. So about 18 minutes left in the first half. It's Wales 10 leading Australia 6. Wales 10 leading Australia 6. Um, and just on the Wallabies. What about this story about uh, from Eddie uh, about Eddie Jones that came out yesterday in uh, the Sydney Morning Herald about talking to Japan, uh, the Japanese Rugby Union Board, days before, weeks before the Rugby Union World Cup? Um, apparently, he has no intention of going to Japan, even though it is understood he would get paid a lot more money than what he's getting from Rugby Australia. Uh, Rugby Australia want Jones to stay in charge because they support his vision to rebuild the game and also accept that he's only been back in the job nine months. Assistant coach Jason Riles hopes and expects that Jones will stay, saying that he has a lot to give. He hasn't said anything to us, obviously, but just what basically watch this space. There's a big job ahead for the next four years with the Wallabies, which he started already. So we've got some pretty good founda foundations set. Really interesting one. We know the Wallabies have been struggling. We know Rugby Union have been has been struggling in this country. Then... Eddie Jones comes back, and along with the signing of Joseph Sutley earlier in the year, the biggest rugby union story in a long time. Um, they've been struggling in this World Cup, the Wallabies. We know that. We'll see what happens with the rest of this game. But the fact that he was talking to another team, surely that rings some alarm bells. Has to. If you're the Wallabies, if you're Rugby Australia, do you keep Eddie Jones on as coach of the Wallabies? Would you like him to stay? Would you be getting rid of him for just doing that? What do you think happens to the Wallabies? What do you think happens to Eddie Jones after this current World Cup campaign ends, whenever that may be? one 300 or 0457-736-736. They're losing 10 points to six at the moment with about 17 minutes left in the first half. So that's just some of what's on our agenda today. The final system. Do you like the final system? Would you like to see it go back to the old McIntyre system? Do you have another solution or you're happy with how it is now.
1300-0111-70-0457-736-736. Would you like the bunker next year to be able to adjudicate on blatant forward passes like we saw in that game between the Broncos and the Warriors the other night? Your thoughts of the weekend of sport, NRL, AFL, anything else? And also, Eddie Jones. Does he stay at the Wallabies? Does he not? one 1170 or 0457-736-736. That's for the Makita XGT, the professional choice of cordless convenience, unmatched performance, innovation, and power without limits. We'll take a break. Wallabies trailing 10 points to six against Wales. We'll have a chat with Chris Perkins on the other side at 28 past five. Good to have your company. Just a couple of texts before we update you on the cricket, the EPL from overnight, then have a chat with Chris Perkins. By the way, Wales still 10 over the Wallabies, 6, 28 minutes gone. Uh, Tyler the Knight says, Morning, Dan. They can't have it both ways. Uh, the fans can't say they don't want more technology in the game while simultaneously blowing up about blatant four passes. Something needs to be done because Saturday night was an absolute joke. Tyler the Knight, well, yeah, uh, I, I agree. The, the, that sort of stuff should be picked up it should be picked up on the spot that shouldn't need the bunker to intervene everyone could see that was a forward pass uh but maybe in those instances maybe for landis is right we need to be able to adjudicate on that but uh, anyway uh it was as you say awful awful decision uh the uh, Wales, sorry i've kicked another goal so it is now 13 points to six uh morning uh this from text uh no name on it but ending in 466 morning the problem with adjudicating blatant forward passes uh, is that it will eventually go too far. Like nearly everything, we will end up looking at a pass for five minutes and 50% of people will be unhappy and 50% will agree. That is the problem with bringing more technology in the game and uh, looking at that and waiting around. But I do agree with Tyler the Knight as well, is that we need to look at these things. So, uh, yeah, it's a really tricky one. Both of those techs making very good points. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens, whether they leave it or decide to look at that. Uh, but I, I still don't know how that wasn't picked up on the ground anyway. Uh, cricket last night. India has secured the one-day series, uh, a one-day series victory after comprehensively defeating Australia by 99 runs. It was rain-affected, the match, but still uh, India 5 for 399 off their 50 overs. Australia in reply, it was rain-affected, but... Uh, only made 217. India winning by 99, thanks to the Duckworth-Lewis system. Uh, Matt Short made 9. Warner, 53. Steve Smith was out for a duck. Lavashan made 27. Uh, Inglis, 6. Carey, 14. Cameron Green, 19. Sean Abbott, 54. Adam Zampa, 5. Josh Hazelwood, 3. Uh, we'll talk to Paul Dennett later on in the week about uh, that uh, on Thursday morning. There's one more game to come, but... Been a bad couple of weeks for the Australian cricket team in the lead-up to the World Cup that starts uh, in about 10 days' time. So, yeah, not not great, not great. An EPL overnight as well. We'll talk to John Gallo about all of this uh, tomorrow. Uh, we had Aston Villa 1 over Chelsea nil, so that's a interesting uh, result. Arsenal Tottenham 2-all draw. Well done to uh, Tottenham. Um, to all, the Ange bus keeps going against Arsenal. Always a hard game to play at home. Liverpool uh, to go away and play at Arsenal's home. Liverpool three over West Ham one. They continue their good start to the season. Um, and we saw Sheffield United go down to Newcastle. Newcastle eight, Sheffield United nil. Newcastle eight, Sheffield United nil. How are you feeling if you're a Newcastle fan this morning? How are you feeling if you're a Sheffield United fan? Eight nil. 8-0. And, and Sheffield United, by the way, were only five or six minutes away from beating Tottenham last week. 8-0. Uh, 24 minutes to six. 
Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. And ironically, and just coincidentally, uh, our US reporter, Chris Perkins, is actually a big Newcastle United fan. Morning to you, Chris. You've had a very, very good few hours with Newcastle winning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, you get to ask, you immediately get to ask a Newcastle fan how he feels. Top of the world. Yeah. 8-0. The NBC, the, the studio folks at NBC were saying when they had the graphic of the scores today up, that is not a typo. That is not a misprint. That is an eight. Mm. That's it was. Yeah. Oh, it was ugly. I listen. A lot of the Sheffield United fans, they were playing beat the traffic when it got mm. to five minutes with the hour mark. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. there were a lot of people believe it. I listen. I don't blame them. But how, how about this? Here, here's a. There was a lot of history in this game. Mm. Uh, high, uh, highest ever away league win for Newcastle. Mm. Largest. Premier League victory, uh, joint with their victory 24 years ago over, interestingly enough, Sheffield Wednesday. Huh? Good, good, uh, good it was stuff. Sheffield United's worst league loss in 5,000 league games in their history. Yeah. Uh, and the 8-0 scoreline, how about eight different goal scorers for Newcastle, which had never happened in a Premier League game. Yeah, fantastic win for Newcastle. Sheffield United, as uh-huh. I say, only uh, minutes away from beating Tottenham last week, and then Tottenham had a two-all draw against Arsenal. But I think it's capped off. You've had a pretty good weekend of sport. In fact, we've got a text here from Kane who says, Happy Monday. Yes, you too. Uh, you can't half tell Charlie, who we spoke to earlier, is a Collingwood supporter when we just briefly touched on the AFL. The umpiring in the last quarter was awful. Rumours they are still looking for uh, decapitated heads of Giants players at the MCG. Look, Charlie came into the office this morning. He's very happy because not only has Collingwood made the grand final, his Knights in the NRLW have made the grand final, and he is also a Newcastle United fan as well. So he had a good weekend. Uh, Yeah, it's been a fantastic weekend. Yeah, Collingwood beats GWS by by one. My annual gripe still stands. They need to stop. The AFL needs to stop that by at the after the home and away season (laughs) and just start the final. Because Collingwood looked like a team that have played one game in a month for the first two and a half quarters Friday night. And then yesterday, simultaneously, uh, my soccer team, St. Louis City, came back, beat Minnesota 2-1 up in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota last night. Virtually at the same time, the Missouri Tigers moved to 4-0 in college football. They beat Memphis in in St. Louis last night. So I'm 4-0 this weekend. Very, with v- my team. very, very good weekend. Extremely uh, good weekend. Just updating the rugby yeah. for you as well. Six minutes before halftime, Wales 13, letting the Wallabies six. That is a very good weekend. Hey, just before we get to the American uh, sport, you just mentioned that pre-finals buy that the AFL takes. And interesting that you brought that up because that was a big talking point leading up to the NRL final series this year about whether they should be actually introducing a buy like the AFL does um, instead of maybe the AFL getting rid of it, the NRL looking to introduce it. Bit of talk on social media this weekend about the way the NRL and the AFL do their finals system. The AFL and the NRL are exactly the same, same system. Um, Obviously, over there, a little different uh, conference system. Uh, I, I said at the top um, that I don't think you're ever going to get anything 100% perfect in sport. I think the way we have the final system here at the moment is pretty good, but there's no perfect si- I don't think, Chris, there's a perfect system. No, there really isn't. And uh, But I think the AFL and the NRL, they are close. 
Mm. To a, they, they have a really good one. Uh, like I said, I don't like that buy between end of the home and away season, start of the finals in the AFL. I would prefer that buy to be between the prelim finals and the grand finals. Yeah. Have two weeks between that. It just builds the hype even more, kind of like it does for the Super Bowl, because that's what the NFL does. Uh, the NFL system right now is at 14 teams. Mm. So, what? and it's single elimination, but each, uh, one team in each conference, the, the highest, uh, the highest uh, ranked team in each conference, get the first round by they get a buy into the division play the divisional round which is the conference semifinals mm. uh and all the other six teams have to play each other one play one extra game um if the nfl ever decided to expand to 16 teams that means eight per conference that would mean no buys i think if the nfl were to go to an afl slash nrl system at 16 teams it would work perfectly because then you're rewarding the top four teams. The reward for a top four team in the AFL and the NRL is, hey, you lose, you get a second chance. Mm. And you get a home second, you get a home, you're guaranteed a home game. Yeah, it is. So, I I love that system. Yeah, it's an interesting one, that buy one. There was talk, um, I know from AFL, L fans, obviously, we're more uh, league dominated here, but the same thing was talked about about that buy whether it would be good because the reason the reason it was talked about here a few weeks ago, Chris, in terms of the NRL is that you had teams resting players heading into the final and uh, heading into the final. So the last round, there were a lot of the top teams resting players, but they probably, by that same token, were entitled to do so, and that is their choice. Not every team did uh, that, of course, but you do yeah. see that. And there was a lot of suggestions about potentially instead of having the buy pre the first week of the finals if we're going to do it and I think the general gist is maybe this will will happen down the line in the AFL is having that weekend off now basically in between prelim and grand final week and I think also the other thing just before we get to the college footy uh, I think the other thing as well is that in the NRL we've had two very dominant teams this year in the Panthers and the Broncos they're going to be the grand final that's all fair enough Sometimes you don't get that. And we've also been through an era where over the past 10 years, we've had the Panthers over the past four years who have been completely dominant. And then whilst other teams did win it, you went through an era where the Storm and the Roosters were pretty dominant as well. So, uh, again, you're not going to get a perfect system. I, I quite like the way we do it. Hey, what's the latest on college football? Big weekend. A uh, massive weekend. Blockbuster in South Bend, and I think Blockbuster undersold it. Uh, Ohio State, Notre Dame, unbeaten top 10 ranked in the country and it came down to literally the final second of the game mm. notre dame was down uh, up 14 10 ohio state had the ball at the notre dame one yard line they get a touchdown run that had to be reviewed to confirm that the running back actually broke the plane of the goal line with the football in his hand before he hit the ground it was confirmed a touchdown ohio state wins 17 14 uh, Notre Dame's going to fall a little bit, but I'll tell you what, this game doesn't hurt either one of their, their chances for a national championship because even with the one loss for Notre Dame, if they run the table, they will be in the conversation uh, for, for a playoff bid at the end of the season because their one loss was to what may be a playoff team in their own right, Ohio State. Uh, the other really big game last night, uh, or yesterday was Colorado. Uh, the Buffalo hype train 
Uh, it derailed yesterday up yeah. in Eugene, Oregon. The the Oregon Ducks they pounded the Colorado Buffaloes, forty-two to six. It it was a shame too because. Colorado was without their most important offensive and their most important defensive player. Uh, same dude, same uh, guy by the name of Travis Hunter. He got hurt in the game against Colorado State the week before. He was out yesterday, and Colorado had nothing for the Oregon Duck defense. Like I said, 42-6, to six, and I think that scoreline even flatters uh, Colorado just a little bit. Mm, well, it, it got ugly in a hurry. All right. And we've got a lot of NFL going on. Uh, what's the latest? What can you bring us up to date? Because we've got a lot of live games happening as we speak. Yeah, multiple games going right now. Miami all over Denver, 42 to 13. Uh, Baltimore has come back 17 or 19, 16, uh, up, uh, about two minutes to go in the fourth quarter there. Cleveland beating Tennessee 27 to 3. Buffalo took that week one loss personally. They are whacking Washington, 37 nothing. Detroit in control over Atlanta, 20-6. New Orleans, Green Bay, 17-11. Houston, thumping Jacksonville, a playoff team from a year ago, 34-17. And Minnesota leads the Chargers, 24-21. All those games are in the fourth quarter. Uh, later on this afternoon, uh, the next game's up are Dallas at Arizona. Also, Chicago at Kansas City in the late window this afternoon. Bad news for Bears fans. You get reminded once again that Patrick Mahomes was on the board in 2017, at the 2017 draft when your organization decided to draft Mitch Trubisky. All right. Um, and just to keep an eye on this Wales <laughs> Wallabies game as well. Lots of penalty goals. Uh, Wales 16. They lead uh, the Wallabies 6 approaching halftime just over a minute before halftime. The Wallabies in a lot of... Uh, trouble if they are to lose this game against Wales. Uh, Chris, just quickly before I let you go, we talk about ultimate sporting weekends. Maybe we'll talk about this later on the week in more detail. But I am whether I find one or not, I don't know. Uh, they have to be up this time. They have been list They have to be listening to this show, and there has to be one that exists. But I'm trying to find someone who's listening in Brisbane. And as we get towards the weekend, it's going to be a great weekend um, for Brisbane because you've got the Brisbane Lions in the grand final on Saturday. You've got the Brisbane Broncos in the grand final on Sunday. I'm trying to find any of our Listers in Brisbane who plan to do the double, uh, who may be getting on a plane from Brisbane to go to Melbourne uh, to watch the AFL Grand Final, then get on a plane from Melbourne to Sydney to watch the NRL Grand Final the next day. Haven't found one yet, but I do have this text from uh, Chard. He says, morning, Dan. In 2012, I did the double. Watched my Hawks, Hawthorne, lose with my wife. Left her at the airport. I flew to Sydney to catch up with mates for the NRL Grand Final. Uh, don't forget as well the boxing on Sunday as well. Huge weekend planned. Uh, that's Chard from Brisbane. That is that is an ultimate sporting weekend. And it's not every year the AFL and the NRL Grand Final fall on the same weekend. So if you are doing the double, I'm committed, determined to find someone. How much fun would that be, though, Chris, to go Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, double, full weekend of sport? Forget the flying. Hello, road trip. Uh, yeah, well... I, I, listen, it would be it would be a hike, I grant you, but man, what a road trip that'd be. Brisbane down to Melbourne, then back up to Sydney, then home to Brisbane. Look that, at, if you got a few days off to pull that one off, I, I would say hop in the car and go for it. 
It would be a good road trip, although, yeah, it, it would take a while. Um, and I think the other thing that might play a part in that is obviously uh, you wouldn't be drinking because you'd be driving. And, of course, do drink responsibly when you do drink. So maybe that plays Absolutely. a part in it as well, flying, driving. Uh, whichever way you do it, I'd love to do it. I would love to do the AFL Grand Final on yep. the Saturday, the NRL Grand Final on the Sunday. It would be fantastic. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, a lot of these, a lot of cities, and especially this time of year, when you've got multiple sports running at the same time, mm. there will be cities that will have three or four, even four sports mm. running on the same day mm. or, or within the same two-day period. Mm. That would be an awesome weekend, like catch football, catch a baseball game, football game, maybe a soccer game, and maybe even a hockey game as well. Uh, somewhere mixed in there. I'll let that'd, you, be a, that'd be an awesome weekend. I'll let you have time to think about it. We'll talk about it later on the week. I want you to come up with your ultimate sporting yeah. weekend, even if it's not physically possible, uh, just what you would love to go to on a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. Have a think, Chris. We'll talk on uh, Thursday about that. Just your NRL. Just your homework, yep. Just your NRL tips. Uh, no surprise, you got both of them right. There you go. Uh, and that, I think, is the first time this year that uh, you've got... Uh, perfect weekend. So well done. And only one more game to tip, unfortunately, uh, until we try again next year. And I'm determined, Chris, that next year you are going to get eight from eight one weekend. Well, I will certainly try. I will I will actually study up and have a decent grand final preview mm, look, next time we talk. I look forward uh, to that. More homework. More homework. More homework. Yeah, Panthers, Broncos, Sunday night, of course, uh, AFL, Collingwood, and the Lions on Saturday afternoon. Chris, great stuff. I uh, know it's quite, it's pretty warm where you are at the moment, so stay cool, and we will chat in a few days' time. Sounds good. Have a good day. Chris Perkins in America talking all things uh, sport, and we'll have a chat with him on Thursday. And don't forget, Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American footy's biggest game with over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. A text before we go to the break from the Oval Treeman. He says, hi, Dan. One worry with the bunker ruling on fort passes is where do you draw the line, pun intended, on what is a blatant fort pass? Well, yes, that's another good point as well. Very good points by everyone texting in this morning. It is a good point. Like, the one on Saturday night was 100% blatant. But what is blatant? What isn't? It's a good question. one 300 0457 We'll take a break, come back and wrap things up. On the other side of this, breakfast not too far away. Halftime in the rugby. It's the Wallabies trailing Wales 16 points to six. Wales 16 over the Wallabies 6. So the Wallabies needing a big second half to get back into this one. Couple of texts to finish things off. This from the Chookman. Hi, Dan. Uh, the Denver Broncos are looking for a quarterback and may sign Reese Walsh after his touchdown pass of the weekend. Uh, Thank you. Surely the bunker can rule on the obvious ones. No brainer. That from the Chookman. And this one from Mike, he says, I agree with the review of the blatant fourth pass issue, but only in a try scoring situation. Officials have to be able to keep up with players to judge a forward pass. Therein lies the problem. It's hard to expect officials to keep up with the speed of players like Walsh, Drinkwater, etc. Thank you, Mike. Good point. Thank you for all your texts today. Big thanks to Chris Perkins as well. As I say, well, 16 over the Wallabies, 6. Breakfast coming up. Patton Hills in Queensland. Vossi and Brandy in Sydney. I'll be back with you tomorrow from 5am. We will wrap up a huge weekend of EPL with John Gallo. Have a great Monday. News, then breakfast. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 5am.